we can all put away this demonic spirit that has dominated our nation by bringing back morals, values, consideration, respect, and the greatest of these, love in our daily lives for ourselves and others. Thanks for tuning in to My Two Cents with Evangelist Walesa Norris. Remember, you are an overcomer. Welcome to My Two Cents with Evangelist Walesa Norris. This is your fabulous host, Walesa Norris, better known as Fash Feathers, your number one emotional healing coach. I want to thank you guys for joining me for another episode on emotional healing from toxic and narcissistic abusive behaviors, personality disorders, or even thinking, right? Because we all can work on our ways. We all have a little toxicity in us. We all have some negative traits that we can work on. Not everybody is toxic and narcissistic, right? But we do can have an open mind and, and look at people with a heart of love, right? The way God looks at us all. God hates sin, but he loves the sinner. And so today's topic is on black history. What has been going on in our nation since uh, the civil rights movement with Martin Luther King. We just celebrated his birthday in January. Um, Rosa Parks and all those people, all those people in the African-American community and our ancestors who fought to get us where we are today. Now, somehow, I feel like so many people take it for granted. Now, there are some, you know, African-Americans rising up to power, realizing their worth, deciding to do the right thing, trying to break generational curses, not only African-Americans, but all different cultures. But we are constantly going back to this injustice. We have come a a long way as African-American people, as a nation. It was way worse than what it is today. We have more freedom. Um, More races are starting to talk and get along. But at the same time, it is undercover injustice, hate crimes, and people being singled out, right? And and, and this brings me to the topic for today because I want to speak on the latest um, African-American woman death, Lauren Smith Fields. We know lately in the last, what, year or so, African-American women have been um, targeted. Their case has not been looked at as important. They have been sex trafficked. They have been exploited out here. They have been not getting the publicity that they need to have justice for all. Now, regardless of what they do in their life, I know it's a lot of young people out here that have been led the wrong way, have not been taught the the right way. And this is why we need to bring back the principles of God, right? The principles of love, morals, values, correction in our households. But that's not to blame a victim for how they live or what has happened to them. We all need justice, right? When wrong things happen to us, right? And we do know God is a God of vengeance, but sometimes God sent us out here. He don't do everything on his own. He asks us to stand up and stand for righteousness and and look at people with the heart of love and put ourselves in other people's shoes as if it was our child or if it was our sister or if it was our mother, right? So, 
we have to take a look at what's going on in the African-American community today. As much as so many of us have rose up into power and decided to heal and started to take a stand and started to break generational curses and still uh, fighting for equal rights, it's a lot of people that are lost, doing the wrong things, being looked down on because of their situation, their, their, their financial stability, their mindset, or the way they look or dress, and they are easily targeted, especially the African-American women. So on today's show, I will be saying, talking about where we are as a country with the civil rights movement. What can we do as a, uh, as a nation and as a race of African-American people and how we need to bring back the civil rights movement, right? To stand up for justice for all, but also teach and correct our young people in this day and age. So stay tuned after this commercial break. Are you looking for a speaker for your next event? Evangelist Walesa Norris is who your soul needs to be inspired. Book an appointment at fastfeathers.weebly.com. And when you feel good, you look good. That's why Walesa has outfits for every occasion. Wigs for any situation And furniture that gives your home a new new, new elevation Whether you almost lost your mind from toxicity or emotional abuse Or just looking for guidance to help you take that next step Walesa has created the perfect course to help you get a better understanding And to heal from emotional abuse It's all available for purchase at KeepMeDifferent.com why would you want to shop at any other brand but one that has it all for growth, faith, style, and home decor? Lord, keep me different. Welcome to My Two Cents Podcast with evangelist Walesa Norris. In this world, both good and evil exists. We all have a choice to choose whether we will walk in love or hate towards one another, despite our difference in culture, religion, race, or opinions. Every day, the separation grows, and the ways of God are often ignored. People lose their way and often allow evil to play out amongst others, leaving emotional damage and unhealed wounds in the hearts of others. Do you believe in Satan, evil spirits, or demons. That is the spirit that controls a narcissistic personality. That spirit comes in like an angel of light, but the truth or love is not in it. You will be left in devastation, shock, and feelings of betrayal by the damage they cause in your emotional health by being in a relationship with these types of personality disorders. The good news is healing is possible. Once you allow Jesus to do the mending and fixing of your heart and mind.
Welcome back to My Two Cents with Evangelist Walesa Norris. This is your fabulous host, Walesa Norris. Now, before the commercial break, I was speaking on Black History Month because this is the month where we celebrate all of those who African-Americans who went before us, who fought for civil rights, who fought for equality, who fought for justice, who fought to get us to even go to school, ride buses, right? African-Americans are is one of the cultures who have suffered and endured the worst in our country, you know, in history. Worst behaviors, worst threats, worst beatings, and worst killings. And even though we have come a long way, I'm not saying all races are prejudiced. Some of uh, some, you know, some people connect with us. Some people don't. We do still have injustice going on, not only in our communities, at our jobs, and our careers, but injustice is going on everywhere, right? And it's still a problem after so many years, after so many fights. But what I think is where we at now as a nation, at the as the African-American community, we are like at the, the aftermath of all what our ancestors and the people who went before us fought. And now it's being taken to a whole different level. We're, we're constantly, what, going against one another, our young people. Are, are recording everything that goes on, right? Fights, jokes, bullying. And that's just not only in the African-American race, it's in all races, right? So I just feel like the, the principles of God need to be brought back in our households, talk to our kids. Now, we can't guarantee whether we raise them on the statue of God or not that they're going to act it out and, and, and continue to be that way once they leave outside your house. But long as you know you have taught them the right thing, you keep our young people in prayer because in this day and age, they are so low. Social media is like a big fringy, right? It has taken out the one-on-one communi- uh, communication between young people. A lot of adults now, right, are letting their kids raise themselves or trying to be their friends. And there's nothing wrong with balancing the two out, but you still need to discipline and teach your kids the right things to do, the right way to go. Now, the injustice that's happening with different races and different people, black people, we always have been under what? The fire. We always had to fight the most. We always was the ones with what the most faith. Even in when they our ancestors and them was picking cotton, right? All they had was a song of faith that God was going to get them through. We still are some faith going people, but sometimes we suffer spiritual depression, right? Because of everything that is going on. No one wants to come together in unity. Everyone wants to fight each other. And that was taught and done to us over the years, right? And it just kept going down from household to household. But we can bring it back by bringing the morals, the principles, and the love back of God in our life and and, and displaying it to one another and also to other cultures. I'm not saying that everyone is prejudiced, that everyone does injustice, but injustice is definitely happened a lot. And what's really intriguing me is the injustice that's happening with the African-American women out here, right? It's a lot of African-American women stories that we don't know of because they don't get the publicity that they should as any other person will, right? Or it has to take so many people to say what happened to this person. And 
this what brings up my talking about Lauren Smith Fields. Now, I know she was a young lady that was in college. No matter what she did in her personal life, right? She was a human being. Can we start looking at people as being humans? It don't matter what they have done. God loves us all. Like I stated before the commercial break, he loves the sin sinner, but he hates the sin. So no matter what she was doing in her personal life, she was a young girl trying to find herself from, from what I researched. It looks like she was headed toward the right track far as educational wise, far as trying to plan goals and things for herself. Now we do know the the dating app has taken out uh, so much of uh, in-person dating, right? So many people are joining dating apps. There's a lot of them, what Tinder, Plenty of Fish, just different dating apps that so many people are joining Christian Mingle to try to meet the one or try to go on dates. And you just never know who you are meeting. I know the alleged guy that was uh, found with her, he was not interviewed by the police. They said his family had ties with um, the police. This is why he wasn't interviewed. And we do know a couple of the police officers was what laid off or, or put on standby because they didn't do what they were supposed to do when this young lady was found dead on arrival in her house after meeting a guy on the app and, and end up dying right and it's such a tragic story but i feel like she's getting a lot of flack from different people because they look at certain pictures of her and this and that and not looking at this was a person right and you have to respect people no matter what they have done in their life a life is a life you know think of it if it was your child your sister your mother your cousin right you would care about them no matter what they did in a personal life whether they was wrong or whether they was right they still was a life no one has the right to what rape anybody take someone's life um sex traffic people and then had it under the rug or or use their connections so they won't get caught that's just not where we should be as a nation as a country because it can easily happen to somebody in our family, right? So we cannot turn the other cheek when things like this is constantly happening, especially to women. African-American women lately have been getting injustice for their unsolved murders, their, their wrongful hate crimes, right? Sweeping it under the rug until it's brought out. So I'm one of the ones that wanted to bring this out on Lauren Smith Fields because I felt like she's just a young lady. I have a young daughter that's in college and, and trying to find herself as well. I have told her the ways of God. I still pray for her, but some people, you know, dog the young people out so much. They have low self-esteem. They feel like they can't talk to nobody because people don't see things from their way. And I'm not saying we have to bow down and when we know what's right, but we can listen to them to try to come to a mutual understanding to see where they at. Because this world, this social media, everything is what showing off about sex, man, I mean, lips, 
just everything that's just not morally correct. And sometimes with a guy, and I always used to tell my daughters this, guys think with their smaller head first, right? Not their big head. Most guys do, you know? So if they see you out there looking beautiful, booty out, just doing different things, now you, you're not thinking like that, right? You The way you dress and you just thinking I'm cute, this the fashion of the day, this the trend of the day. But guys don't think like that. And you just never know what type of guy you may run into. So you have to be careful. And if something like this does happen, a tragedy, we all should stand for righteousness, right? We want to see justice for anybody. It don't matter what race it is. We want justice to come about for our young people. We can put ourselves in different people's shoes. And I feel like the unity, the understanding, and the compassion can come back. It don't mean you have to suffer that same suffering or your child is not like somebody else's child for you to care, for you to say that this is a life. And like I said, not only her story, it's a, a lot of few stories out in looked up lately that African-American women were found dead or murdered and the police has already shut the case. Nobody investigated. Nobody did a thorough search of what happened. And sometimes I just feel like it's because of what your statistic in life, being poor or not having enough or um, the way you look, the way you talk, but you are, you, your life is still valuable. So I just think in this day and age, injustice is still going on in the African-American community because we are already looked down upon from so many other different races as whatever they want to call us a lower class or not of concern. And then sometimes when we carry ourselves in a way that's not morally correct or how other people may think we should act, they really don't care, right? But we can come together because we know our struggles more than any other race know our struggles, right? We know what we come from. We know how we was raised. We know what we had to endure. And so we should come together in more unity and, and, and love and compassion and trying to help one another, not just when tragedy strikes, but when you see people trying to start a business, when you see people going to school, when you see people... um doing something that they shouldn't be doing to pull them to the side and say it in a nice way. Hey, ma'am, or hey, sir, I don't think you should be doing that. You can do so much more with your life. It's different ways we can support one another and come together so that we can stop what most of the disunity and uh, violence and crimes in, in the African-American community. Now, I know this was a racial crime that people are, you know, both saddest with. And I'm not racial, you know, racist at all because I have friends from all different cultures, but I stand for righteousness. Just like Jesus said, who is my brother or my sister, the one who does the will of my father. And what is God's will? What is the two greatest commandments? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your mind, and all your soul. And love your neighbor as you love yourself. Your neighbor consists of anyone that comes across your path that you see, stay next door to, work with, go to church with, 
all of those people are considered your neighbor. If you wouldn't want something done to you, if something happened to somebody in your family, if somebody was being exploited in your family, you wouldn't want no one to what turn the other cheek on you to act as if you didn't care, act as if they didn't care about your situation. So we shouldn't do that to other people. So I feel like if we bring understanding back as a country, not only as a race, but as a country that this tragedy could easily happen to somebody in our family and everybody will want somebody to care no matter the lifestyle of or life they live we will want somebody to care people are human hate crimes against women hate crimes against uh sexual crimes against women you know that beat down their self-esteem they don't have enough courage to, to come out and tell what has happened to them or the injustice they face because of so many people blaming the victim the victim is not to be blamed no matter what has happened if a, if a wrong has happened to them no matter how they lived how they dress if a wrong has happened to them right is right and wrong is wrong and i feel like we need to bring this to attention in the african-american community because so many young women are out here being exploited are out here being called all type of names and blamed for different things that happened to them that they had no control over or they was unsuspecting of and it needs to change. So after this commercial break, I will speak on what can we do as a country to bring back the love? What can we do as African-Americans to bring back uh, justice and kindness in our own communities, right? So after this commercial break, stay tuned. We can all put away this demonic spirit that has dominated our nation by bringing back morals, values, consideration, respect, and the greatest of these, love in our daily lives for ourselves and others. Thanks for tuning in to My Two Cents with Evangelist Twalesa Norris. Remember, you are an overcomer. Welcome back to My Two Cents with Evangelist Walesa Norris. This is your fabulous host, Walesa Norris, your number one emotional healing coach. I hope you guys are enjoying my message and my concern and my show today on African-American Black History Month and the brutality of African-American women, what they have been facing lately, how they have been hated, how they have been sex trafficked, how they have been um, overlooked, undervalued, put down, low self-esteem, all because of their expression of who they want to present themselves of as, or even if they're growing, they're out here trying to find themselves. We all had to find ourselves, those of us who are adults and gain some sense and had to learn wisdom through experience. But what's sad is when our young people don't get a chance to live out 
their wrong experiences, right? To find out that that wasn't the right thing to do or that was a good idea that maybe I should keep doing this or get out, get to live out their dream because someone has stopped their dream and purpose with their evil mentality, their evil spirit, their, their evil ways, right? Toward african-american women and so i just felt like this is something that needed to be brought to light and as a nation as a country we have to learn to have compassion for people because just like you see someone else's story it can easily be one of our own so we have to care for people and it doesn't matter what these young people or any person do in their life they still should be respected because they are human. Now, correct it. I'm not saying we can't correct people. I know it's a lot of people that get angry when you try to correct them. I know it's a lot of people that resist change. That's fine, but you still can respect one another, whether you agree with somebody or not. And women are to be treasured and to be valued. Now, all these things that has been happening in the African American community lately is is totally ridiculous, right? And I know it happens in different races as well. And I'm not trying to downplay different races, but just because this is Black History Month, I want to bring this to light and to attention that we are not what our young women, our women are not to be looked at as sex toys because they have a nice body or they have nice lips or they dress a certain way. Some people dress sexy and what they, they have degrees, they have businesses, they have business ideas, they have goals and plans for themselves. And those who don't have that, it's because they haven't been taught that. We can't dog people out if we haven't went out there and tried to show them it, the difference, right? How to do things a different way, why things should be done a different way to protect themselves. And again, with social media just has taken over the world, I'm on there, but I'm putting out positivity. It can also be used for negativity. And we have to remember that everybody is not working on themselves. People are watching that you probably don't even know is watching and plotting and planning your downfall or what they're going to do. And you just never know the lengths people will go to. When you meet these strangers or people you feel like you can trust and you don't know where they're at in their head emotionally, this is why you have to get to know people for a longer time than just seeing their pictures or seeing them on social media. You don't know what is going on in that person's head, what trauma they have suffered that they may not have healed from. I always tell young people when they come across my path, if you're going to go on a date with somebody, go somewhere where it's a lot of people at, right? So a lot of people have seen you, can identify you. You don't want to go nowhere closed off, shut off, where nobody can see you or hear you screaming or hollering. So it's about taking proper precautions in this day and age because it doesn't matter how much righteousness we stand for or cultures you just never know when you may slip up in a hate crime or anything that can happen so they have all type of gadgets and gadgets now i read up on the story on a young girl that met a a, a she was from a different race but she met this guy online as well and she took her dog with her but her dog had uh, some type of device on it 
um, that that had some type of tracker device on it, and that's how she was found. She got found in time because her family hadn't heard from her in so long, and nobody knew that she had met up with this stranger online that pretended that he was such a nice guy and he wanted to date her and and, and take her out, but he wanted to get her off to the side. And so about her being young, because young people, like I said, they have to make their choices. They have to go through different experiences just to what find out sometimes things, what looks good isn't good. So those of us who have already done that experience, we already cautious, but some of our young people have not been taught the tools, what to look out for. And especially in this day and age with dating and meeting different people, we have to tell them to take what extra precautions. Don't think that everybody is who they say they is, right? You don't never know what's going on in a person of mind or some people just come right out like some narcissists right they come right out you feel their spirit they come out with saying hateful things so you this is a person you don't want to be around right if they saying stuff like that you never know what they may do to you but again with the dating online and dating apps it's different gadgets different things that you can get i know it's some people that made whistles that alert the police that alert that alert anywhere they're around so you have to take different precautions if you're going to get out here in a dating world or around different people when you're trying to stand up for justice or if you're dressing a certain way you're going to a party you have to take uh precautions safety precautions because you don't know where people man that people portray really well and their spirit is evil right we all know that the bible said that most people what some people they speak as if they're loving people but inwardly they are ferocious wolves that's what jesus said right they heart is full of evil and hate but they pretend to be somebody else like they're so nice and you don't find out until the last minute or when it's too late to see this person true color. So we have to be uh, cautious on even us, right, as adults, who we interact with, what type of spirit these people have, because I know I had to learn that. Even now, I'm still learning some of that lessons, being around people or speaking with people, thinking they okay, and you don't know what type of spirit they carry, what's going through their mind, what they're plotting and planning on you, right? So prayer is a weapon. That's one thing you can do um, that can help you spiritually. Praying is very powerful because God will protect you or what, give you what, signs, indications that this person ain't right or give you a feeling that maybe I shouldn't go, right? So you want to pray about anything you do before you leave out your house to meet up with strangers or people you think you may know, right? God, give me the wisdom on what I should know. And if you ignore the signs and you go in blindly, you want to have some type of safety precaution, something that can that can cover you if you get yourself in a, a, a dire need situation. But as a nation, what we can do is start being so harsh on people who are different from us, who live different from us. And if we feel like or think things that they're doing are wrong, it's nothing wrong with pulling people to the side. Kindness can stop a lot of stuff, right? Or just coming to an understanding. Can we can we talk about this? But people want to be angry because of what what oppression, depression, what's going on personally. And if you don't want to be treated a certain way, you don't want 
anything that happened to you to be treated as and looked over as it is nothing, then you don't want to do that to people. Women are valuable. Every human life is valuable. It don't matter the color. Like I just stated before, we all bleed what? Red blood. We all going to face the same God on judgment day. So we want to get our actions right. Like God is merciful, right? He forgive us if we, if we repent, if we check ourselves. But a lot of people have taken God out of their household, out of the, the things that he do. They want to do things their way. And when things go wrong, when, when things get out of hand, a lot of people want to know where God is, right? Why God didn't help me, but we never invited him in. So it's time to start inviting God back in the ways that we do things in our household. I know African-Americans, I know we have suffered so much brutality, so much emotional abuse, so much uh, oppression, but we are strong people, right? We have made it through and I still have hope in our young people. I still have hope in us as a nation because we have some very smart people, right? We just have to bring that together and stop trying to compete, trying to compare and beat one another down and come together as a nation. And that's for all cultures. You can understand different people or try to understand their situation or their difference without judging them, without dogging them out without plotting against them, without caring. That's what we need to bring back in our nation, compassion, as if it was one of us. The Bible talk about love and having compassion and and suffering as if your as your brother suffer. It's so many wording in the Bible that God gives us as examples as to confess our sins to one another so we may be healed. Be there for your neighbor because you never know when you're going to need somebody to be there for you. So if we bring back the compassion, the understanding, and take the selfishness out, ego out, pride out of our life, our own opinion. It's nothing wrong with voicing your opinion, but it's the way you voice your opinion and stop plotting people's downfall. Stop planning evil, wishing somebody die and all of this different stuff because it definitely comes back to you. So once we get a, a, a understanding of what our nation needs and that's compassion, that's trying to understand people differences, even if we don't like them, but we don't wish harm on them. Once we try to um, let our young, beautiful women know, and that's in all cultures and all races, that everybody is not friendly. Everybody is not for you. And even adults, right? We have to watch who we go out there and date because everybody ain't right in the mind or in the head. And all of this is sad that sometimes tragedy has to happen to bring us all back together. So I just pray that we do see justice in all the African-American women cases who have suffered suffered some type of injustice, some type of horrible more uh, uh, rape or beating or murder. And this is my show for today. So if you are looking for a life coach, you can book me on keepmedifferent.com. I also sell furniture and clothing. I will be putting up a Black History Month sale and giving out free shipping all this month. Let's bring the compassion, the understanding, and the love back. And if you know you are struggling with wrong thinking and wrong thoughts, it's nothing wrong with saying, God, help me, right? 
Help me with the way I'm thinking. This is wrong. I struggle with this negative attitude. I struggle with certain things. Help me not to hate people. Help me not to want them dead. Help me not to do certain stuff like that. And that's hard because I know people can be vindictive. People can be hateful. People can be spiteful. But that's neither here or there. Their karma is coming back to them. You just don't want karma coming back on you. And if you know you have messed up, God is forgiving. Ask God for forgiveness. Forgive yourself and start working on your mindset, right? Your internal being, your spirit. So God bless you all. Stay tuned next week. I will be coming back with another episode of Emotional Healing. God bless.